Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back, sports fans, to another episode of the Charity Stripe Podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles. For those listening at home, on the road, in the air, or in the water... Do you believe we have a great show for you guys today? Baseball is back in the fold. So we are going to give you our predictions, division winners, wild card winners, sleepers, surprises, disappointments, and who's going to win the individual awards. So buckle up, tuck it into your waistband, because here we go. Three, two, one. We're back. We sitting here, I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe. Pitch of free throws because they're free. So 256 coming hot at you guys and so 255. And I'm joined on the show by the lads, Alex Tossing the Rock, Tosopolis, and Nikki Snacks. And on the show, you'll also be hearing from my buddy, our friend, Kobe Koretz, uh, who is a baseball fanatic, knows some of the most baseball have anybody I know. So he's going to hop on a little bit later. Uh, one of the boys coming back to join the show because we said a couple shows ago that we'd like to do that and want to do that more often. So he's going to give his picks and analysis. Um, but I'm going to turn it over to Toss Me the Rock Tosopolis, who's going to mediate uh, Nikki Snacks, Kreider, and I. Although we didn't need much mediation last year, we pretty much agreed on everything last year and hyped we called the twins. Um, but this year, in a shortened season, we've already kind of not bickered back and forth, but have gone back and forth um, in evenings past when hanging out on some division winners. So I'm sure we may disagree here, and I'm excited to see what you have, Nick. But without further ado, uh, yeah, let's uh, toss. Yeah, let's let's get into it. Um, but I guess before we before we do a little division breakdown, um, let's talk a little bit about the season, right? Yeah. So you got a sixty-game season, mm-hmm. forty games within your own di- within your own division. Divisional games have always mattered. Now they they really really matter. And then you've got twenty games uh, across the conference for some interleague play. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be fun. DH on both sides now. Um, I'm really interested in the extra innings rule change. I'm. I'm weary of it because I, I don't necessarily like that there's always going to be a, a runner on second starting in, in the 10th inning because I like games that go to the 18th inning, but I understand why they're doing it. Um, the adjusted rosters are also something that teams are going to be having to deal with. So a lot of differences from the MLB that we've known. Um, yeah, so I think with that said, I mean, is there any rule in particular that you guys are, are worried about that's going to change how things have 
have swung in in years past? Um, I think the runner on second rule, I'm with you. I think that rule sucks. I think they've added it, though, because I think there are people who don't have that appreciation of the game that we do, which is fine, and they're kind of trying to cater to those people and bring the excitement back and end games earlier. Also, it's a situation where, and I will say in the defense of the players, and you, you, you want, it's the most, whoever's got the most health, right, because there's the COVID thing. If you, were, if you get COVID and you have to automatically quarantine for 14 days. Now, if you have Freddie Freeman COVID when you have the symptoms, you could be out those 14 days plus some. It's going to be who's got the most depth and who's the healthiest, and you can't run a risk with this short season kind of compacted um, of, have, of running those 18-inning games and gassing all your guys out. You yeah. need everybody as healthy as possible, and this is kind of used to both excite the game and combat that. All that being said, it does take away massively for teams, um, let's say like a team like the Padres or the Brewers, who are kind of, in my opinion, fringe, fringe playoff teams, teams that could swing either way, but their whole their whole roster is contingent on their bullpen really being functional and the top of the line in in, in the in National League. If the Brewers automatically start with a guy on you know second base and extra innings, it kind of has a hindrance on their bullpen. It puts their bullpen at a disadvantage. Did it with the Padres, and that stinks because that's that's you know a strength of theirs. Whereas if you're I would a team, argue though, I would argue though that like that every team is as vulnerable. You know, it's not like it's just the, the right. Brewers and the Padres, and they'll mm. be more they'll be you know, more prepared for it than other teams will. True. That's a good point. I just think it also hurts them, though, in the sense that, like, it, it does even the playing field in that sense, that if if you if you have Kirby Yates and there's no one on base, you feel very confident. Put, put a guy in second on Kirby Yates, yeah, he's a great pitcher, but having a guy in second base for any pitcher is uncomfortable. You know, and there's no, yeah, and there's no reason to, and, you know, in that in that sense, I think it hurts the guys with deeper bullpens, it's going to affect everybody, but if you I have a shit bullpen to begin with, then it is what it is. I don't think that it's going to be a rule that get, that gets uh, moved forward after this season. No I think way. I think so, just, too. They're just trying to create as much excitement as possible right now. Um, I'm for the, the DH moving to the NL. I think it's kind of long overdue. I used to be a big um, fan of pitchers hitting, but now it's just one of those things where, you know, as a Padres fan, there was, there was a lot of players on the roster that were fringe guys who just didn't have spots in the outfield that we could have put at DH in the mm-hmm. past years. Totally. We traded away from Real, from, Real, from Real Reyes to the to the Indians, and he could have been our DH this year. Absolutely. Um, so, like, little things like that. Um, I also like that they've expanded the roster a little bit, giving 26 players on the active roster instead of 25. Yeah. And, you know, it gives, gives an extra guy an opportunity to make a big, make a big, big league roster, which is great. But yeah. also that aspect of having that runner on second in extra innings, you know, that could be like your speed guy that you put right. on the situation. A guy you bring up from the minors who's really, really fast, but in that right. late game, he can be really valuable. Um, excited to see potentially a lot more sacrifices this year, which is going to be, which is going to be cool. Moving that, that runner over to, to third. So that's a sure thing. He's getting home on a, oh, yeah, yeah on there you field. go. That's nice. I like that. Um, yeah. You got to love that. Right. Some, <laughs> some purists will probably some smart that. baseball there. Toss. You're like you would be like a cerebral guy like that. That would be yeah. That's like that's very smart. Small I would. Toss. Yeah. Oh, I was small ball for sure. I was. If the I, I was the guy that when the when the pitcher tried to pick me off on first, I was gone to second because the bases. You know when you're playing when you're younger, they're short enough where if you're fast enough, like the, the first baseman's gonna catch that and he can't rip it to second in time. But you, you're already there as a runner. I was um, the Dan Johnson of Merrick baseball. And that, too, for those who don't recall that reference, he batted 108 for an entire season with Tampa Bay, but hit that game-winning uh, home run 
to send them to the wild card when the Red Sox had that crazy flop with the, with the fried so chicken and beer. Glory? Yeah, I've had a couple moments of glory, but not many. Nice. Not a consistent okay. moment of glory. Another, Nick, you bring up the DH rule. Interestingly, now the pitchers won't be hitting in the National League, but position players don't have to be clarified as a pitcher, right? And they can come in at any point to now pitch at the end of a game, right? Is that, is that am, I, am I right in saying that? I believe. Can you clarify what yeah. that means? That sounds interesting. Like, like, like before, before you had to, you had to say that someone could pitch. You had to notate whether they were a pitcher or a hitter. Yeah. And now I'm just saying, I'm saying now it's been, it's been reversed and, and batters are just always rewarded and pitchers are always slugged against. So because yeah. they can't hit any longer. Yeah. I, mean, I, I guess they could hit if, if they were a good enough hitter. If you have Mike Lorenzen, you, know? you might hit him. He's a pretty good hitter. But I, outside Otani. of that, Otani, yeah. But outside of that, yeah. no, I think, well, Otani's always had it because of the DH. But, yeah, I see what you're saying there. I think it's huge in the NL, though, for – it's it just makes so much sense because the way the game is going, especially with the, you know, 10-day um, IL, right, and all, and all that, with guys going on the injured reserve – and the way baseball is, a little tweak here and there, and you can't really play. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. you, you can't be slowed down by any kind of injury because if you're a millisecond off, it's over. Whereas guys in football tend to play with injuries more, and honestly in basketball I feel as well. Um, but baseball needs all the help it can get, and it needs its stars to be as healthy as possible. It suffered with Aaron, with Aaron Judge not healthy, with Giancarlo Stanton not yeah. healthy, and especially in big market teams like that, it suffers. So having the DH and the NL, when you have a guy like Yuenes Cespedes, who's a special player when healthy, now he doesn't have to go back to the outfield. He can DH in, in New York, did it with Robinson Cano. Yep. You have yep, a team like... I mean, that's why I, I mean, I'm not going to give any spoiler alerts, but I'm into the Mets. It's a reason I'm into the Mets. And it's a reason there's certain teams like the Reds that I'm into with the depth. Now it like, it employs like Nick was saying, Nick, the Padres could have had Framil Reyes be their DH last year. And it could have, you know, definitely made some, it could have like helped a little bit. Honestly, I don't think they would have made the playoffs, but I think it would have been a bit of a difference maker. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, we've got opening day Mm -hmm. on Thursday, right? Um, you 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 mentioned the Yankees, you mentioned Judge. Let's start in the American League. They're playing the first game. Um, who are they? Who have they got? They've got the Nationals. Nationals yeah. First Cole game. Versus Scherzer. Cole versus Scherzer. So let's let's start in the uh, American League East, and and let's go from there. Josh, you got your your Sox hat on. I do. To hear your take on what the Sox are going to do this year. Nick, kick us off though. Yeah, I'll just go down the line of you know how I think the the um, division will shape up. Um, sure. Obviously, I've got the Yankees coming in first. I mean, I feel like that's no-brainer there you know one of the best bullpens in baseball an electric lineup all guys who are, who are gonna be healthy as well um starting off spring training you know there was a lot of question marks with aaron hicks and judge and stanton all being able to play and be healthy but now they've had that added time to to get to where they need to be um they're gonna be they're gonna be great the loss of severino does hurt but they've got a pretty good rotation with cole and tanaka um and you know montgomery's is in the mix now as well um so they're gonna be coming in at first i've got the rays at second um, I still think that they're a pretty solid team, uh, pretty great rotation with Snell and Morton um, at the helm. Um, you know, they've got best, some young bats in there. Best pen last year, right, from an uh, ERA standpoint? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, Which is pretty remarkable because they, they ran – they, they, It's remarkable in my opinion because they ran the, the bullpen out a lot as a fifth starter. If yeah, we remember well, correctly, so, yeah, yeah, they would they would do like the bullpen games where like Sergio Romo would start the game, and like go an inning. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Which is certainly something that we're going to see. I mean, we're going to see 
you know, I've heard there's some creativity for sure. Yeah, I've heard that some teams are going to run a dual starter approach where they're going to have two starters on one night, each pitch three innings, um, which which is interesting. I mean, we've never seen anything like that, really. Yeah, it's it's interesting. And then third, I got the Red Sox. Um, I mean, their lineup is it's changed a little bit with you know Mookie Betts leaving but they still got some power inside that in that lineup and they got some really good hitters but the rotation is just so garbage I'm sorry Josh but you know this is true yeah like, totally sucks reported to have COVID so we're not sure when he's going to come back and doesn't even matter your number one starter yeah it doesn't really matter um and then fourth I've got Toronto um you know they're they're super young they're going to be super exciting but they're just not seasoned enough um there's a lot of young guys like Bo Bichette and um, you know, Dante um, or, or uh, Biggio um, and uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr. I mean, the, the team is going to be exciting, but they just don't have the, I don't think, the experienced vets that you need to. I um, mean, then Baltimore's coming in last place in that division. They're just, they're garbage. Yeah, Baltimore's no bueno. I think they're, I think they're a team, though, since drafting. I'm curious to see how they draft and curious to see how they bring it back. I'm with you with them at the bottom. Um, Toronto, uh, they're they're not a swing for me yet. And now they just got news they can't play in Toronto, which is going to be crazy to see where crazy. they go out. Crazy. Yeah, they're so going to play in Buffalo. Buffalo. I've heard also there's two places in Florida that they could potentially go to as well. Yeah. Buffalo, I think, makes the most sense. And it'd for be sure. interesting if they played in Buffalo because it'd be the first time since like the 40s that the state of New York has had three teams playing um, in the state of New York. With, it was the Dodgers and the Giants. Right. And, Jesus, Nick. Uh, that was Yankees. a fucking turn me on with that fucking little stat right there that was sexy as hell i think uh, toronto would be a little bit of a different story if we had our boy john gibbons at the helm still but uh yeah we're biased yeah they're gonna be cool you know I mean? they've got some young guys and they sign ryu you know i think it's like similar to the r.a dickey situation i don't think it's gonna pan out but they have some young guys but they have lordis guriel too junior he's good um yeah i think they're gonna be fun but i think there's a huge gap between the three and the four i also think there's a big gap between the three and the two i think the red sox are the three team i do think i will say the only red the savings grace for the red sox and a reason they could potentially surprise some teams being optimistic from my standpoint and a reason why I'm with you that the Yankee and the Ray gap is is a little bit is a little bit bigger than people think in this division is that I think hitters the better your lineup is the better opportunity you're going to have to make a splash because it takes the pitchers need more time to adjust usually typically yeah. to get settled in and they don't have that ample time to get settled in this season so if your bats are ready to go you could also have a guy that comes up and surprises somebody the league hasn't adjusted to yet you know what I'm saying? It's, it, it's definitely going to be a, a hitter-driven uh, league this year. Spoiler alert: I don't have any pitchers in my MVP candidates because yeah, no shot. Play enough games. No shot. Play enough games. Um, the uh, let, me, let me let me just throw this out here though. Yeah. Um, I looked up something the other day. I know was it, the Orioles were the worst team in baseball last year. Yeah. Tigers. Tigers. The Tigers were. Yeah. I think then it was the Orioles. The Orioles at a stretch over 38 games in the season last year went 18 and 20. So I just want to. That's, I mean, that's not terrible. I mean, that's almost it's not average. terrible at all. I mean, yeah. I think that you know we, we look at the shortened season and a team that's you know not too far over 500 could be making the wild card. So Ooh, is yeah. this something where they, someone could surprise? What well, like us? The Red Sox could surprise. The Orioles aren't going to do it, right? Because I, of the 60 game. Yeah, I would err on a I would err on a team that's closer to being contending to surprise. A team like the Orioles, though, like they had Renato Nunez come out of nowhere. I mean, we see guys come out of nowhere all the time. And if you're a team like the, the, you know, like a team like the Rays, for example, 
and it, you could have you could catch that lightning in a bottle, have a guy come out of nowhere. I think the Rays are going to be really good. I think the Rays are going to come in second in this division. I think they'll definitely edge the Red Sox out. Their rotation of Morton, Snell, and Glass now, if all healthy, and Yarbrough, plus the bullpen, who is, which is a very solid bullpen top to bottom, has m- not much has changed there, and their lineup is decent. I think it's enough to edge the Red Sox out because their pitching rotation and pitching staff as a whole is so yeah. poor. Just the Yankees cool. are just whoever the Yankees, their whole team is insane. Just insane. Yeah. We, got, yeah. we got Yankees, Rays, Red Sox, Jays, Orioles. Yeah. Uh, that's in the, the AL East. Let's move it to the Central. The Twins were both of y'all's dark horse pick last year. Great pick. What have we got with the Twins this year? Nick, what are you thinking? I mean, I, I think that they're they're going to be one of the best teams in baseball this year. Um, I'll get into them later when we get into the postseason talk um, in a little couple two minutes. Um, but they're my first team. Um, my second team is the White Sox. I'm really excited on them this year. I think they're going to make some some big noise. Um, hot take: I think they're going to lead the league in home runs. Um, I think they've got so much power, and I think that that they're going to have the most home runs by any team in baseball. Um, and then my third place team being Cleveland, pretty close as well. So got a pretty decent lineup, some good pitchers at the top with Bieber and Clevenger. Um, we've got Kansas City at fourth. Our boy uh, Brad Keller is going to be the, uh, the number one pitcher there. Let's go, uh, baby. You know, they've got another young lineup as well. So I think they're a team that can, I wouldn't say contend, but definitely turn some heads and, and be, you know, steered in the right direction with all the young talent they have there. Um, and then the last place has still got the Tigers. I mean, they've, Got a long way to go to get that franchise back. Yeah, they stink on ice. Yeah. Josh, um, I I don't know if it was a a smile for um, agreeance or from not agreeing, but talk to me about the Central. I disagree because I disagree with a couple points. I think think it's tough to disagree because I think you bring up – well, I think the White Sox are going to be exciting. I think they are a year away from contending. I would say if I were to liken the White Sox to an NBA team, for example, it would be Tosses Dallas Mavericks. I think they have some superstar potential in Luis Robert. I think he's going to turn some serious heads this year. I love Moncada. Um, I think the rotation has opportunities to grow and be not a top-end rotation, but to be a very solid one. Kopech's not pitching, um, but Giolito is a guy that kind of turned it on last year and showed some stuff that made him a top prospect formerly. And the addition of Edwin Encarnacion, plus obviously Jose Abreu coming back is great. They're my three team. Brad, let me, let me let me push back on your cross board analysis. Yeah. Now we're in now we're into this shortened season in the NBA, in the NBA. We've got a lot of young guys on this Mavericks team coming into the into the bubble, and we're looking at them as a competitive dark. I think you know on on that shortened season, maybe it's something where these young guys can really take a step forward. A lot of younger bodies, a lot of less injury they've got to deal with. I mean, I know Encarnacion's older, and Braves an older guy too, but got some young then I'll flip it I'll go one less than the Mavs because they are in a better uh, better situation I'll probably go Grizzlies if that makes it seem better but the Grizzlies um I don't think they'll make the playoffs I don't I think they're the number three team there just because I love what the Indians have in the in the, in the rotation um I know we're gonna get into award predictions but I have some Indians in the award predictions um Carrasco is back and fully healthy he's their number three guy they have Brad Hand back there former Padre Ramirez was terrible to start the year, turned it on at the end of the year. Him and Lindor, I still think, are a great one-two punch. They bring on Domingo Santana, who's good enough to be the DH. Framil Reyes and Wright is their big bat, and Carlos Santana was an all-star type player last year. I think the Indians are my number two team. I have the Twins as my number one team because of the bat situation. 
And this is cr- the my 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 question to you, Nick, was the w- prediction of the White Sox in a hot take that they were going to lead the league in home runs, which yeah. I love the hot take. It's it could happen, but the yeah. Twins led the league in home runs last year, setting a record, and they they run the same team back, plus bring in Donaldson. No, trust me, I, I agree, and and I think. I mean, I, we'll get into the twins, like I said, because I got I got high hopes for them this year. Me too. Um, as, I did, as I did last year, but I think that you know, being in that division, playing that team ten times, I think it's going to motivate the White Sox to try to outhit them as, as best as possible. But like, you know, you talk about Encarnacion, but Namor Mazara also, he's a really big addition that hits for power, and Eloy Jimenez is is is, is going to be on fire. I mean, like, just just raw power. Yeah. Luis Robert, you know, Grandal is a pretty good power hitting catcher from the switch side. Moncada can put together even Tim Anderson can can uh, get some home runs I mean obviously it's 60 games so like we're not gonna see any like record set but like I do think that they have an opportunity to be the you know the team with the most power because um, I look top to bottom and there's yeah they're good I mean I don't think it's that hot of a take I think they can do it I just would be yeah. surprised and I think if the I think that I think this is going to be closer than the I think this is going to be closer than the AL East. This is going to be one of the closer divisions actually because I think the Indians this are going to be good. This is one of the divisions I'm most excited to see. Honestly. Yeah, I think the Indians twin race is going to be tight and I think for the Twins to edge the Indians out, they have to do what they did last year and lead the league in home runs. Right. So if it gets to um, a point where the White Sox are leading the league in home runs, they may actually instead of being your number 2, they could potentially be a number 1 in that in that division. We'll right, see. Right. Well, I mean, I, I also like the, the rotation, too, that the, the White Sox have. I mean, it's not amazing, but Giolito, like we said, is a rising star. Um, Keiko is kind of an established vet that has, you know, turned into a pretty good season last year with, with the Braves, you know, after a long true. free agency. Um, I mean, I, I think that there's a lot of, um, you know, upside with that with that rotation. I mean, Joe Gonzalez is their fifth guy right now, but, I mean, he's had a pretty nice career in the past. I mean, I, he can hold down the fort, I think. Um, but I do think that they're just going to be an interesting team. I mean, I... Uh, my money is them going to the playoffs, but um, we'll see what happens. Oh, wow. Okay, so, Nick, let me break this down again. For you, you had the Twins at one, Sox, White Sox at two, Cleveland yep. at three, yep. Royals, Kansas Tigers. City. Who really cares? Um, and then <laughs> just Josh, break it down again for me. What do you have? Same thing, Twins. but I'm flipping the Indians and flipping the White the Sox. And the White Sox. Got it. Got it. Okay. Well, let's kick it over to the AL West. I'm wearing my Texas Rangers hat. Give me some good news, boys. Um, maybe Corey Kluber could be good again. I'm into that. I think the yeah. I, I think feel like we have a decent rotation. Uh, I mean, we've had oh yeah, we've had Lance pitching Lynn. woes, you know, uh, as a franchise, right? And and for us to look at our our staff right now and, and feel pretty good about it is something we haven't seen in a long time. To me, yeah, the I mean, Ranger is going to be good. Mike Minor had a great season last year. I mean, I think that it's going to be a solid solid rotation. For sure. I think it's going to be. I think the situation is going to be very similar to that of the AL East, except I have more faith in Gal is going to bomb as always. But I have more faith in the excitement of the Rangers' pitching rotation to maybe spark some magic as the, the as the Blue Jays hitting, kind of vice versa for me right. there. But I think the Mariners are at the bottom. I think we could both agree on that. Though they do have some yeah, young guys. Sure. Years ago, they had young guys that everyone was juiced about. But I think now could be the time that these young guys come to fruition with Kalnick. Look out for that guy if he if he gets called up. He's a beast uh, in the outfield. He came over in that Edwin Diaz Robinson Cano trade from New York. 
I think, and Nick, uh, I, maybe I'm, maybe you disagree. I think the Astros run away with this one. I don't think it's going to be. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be completely well, close. My guess is that we have probably the same predictions here, uh, one to five. I've got the Astros first. I've got Oakland second. Yeah. I've got the uh, Angels third, Texas yeah. fourth, and Seattle last. I'm into it. I think it's. I think this is probably like the most clear-cut division that you can find. I mean, the Astros are just far and away better than all these teams. I mean, just what they've done in the past with you know being in the World Series, winning the World Series. I know obviously the whole cheating scandal thing happened, but they're still an amazing team. So we've got really talented players. There's gonna be a huge target on their back, but I mean they're still gonna answer, you know, with with some some power and some some good baseball. Look, I think there's a target on their back, but I think it's severely diminished than what it would have been if we had been playing a full MLB season. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. So much of this has overshadowed everything that they did. I mean, <laughs> they're um, still there's those players are still getting hit for sure. Oh absolutely. God, absolutely. Like you I, I I forgot about that. <laughs> with know, all right? that shit, all that shit going on, oh my yeah, god, they're a contender. I, I, I would say they're as scary as they used to be, just because the pitching isn't as. I mean, obviously Verlander and Grinky, but I mean Grinky's a little bit older now. Verlander's still an ace, but um, I mean the pitching used to be super scary, and now it's just like okay, like there's better pitching staffs out there. I think he's uh Verlander's. He's been injured here and there. Right? He's getting back recently. He'll, He'll be, be back. back. Okay, yeah. and they have uh, my. And and Otani's, he'll be back as well, right? Yeah, and they have, uh, they have Granky. Um, I just, so that's that's the team that I think for me. Sorry if I'm cutting you off. No, you guys. That's the team for me, the Angels. That I think that they're they're a big hit or miss team, and that's how they've always kind of been. They've got superstar power, you know, Mike Trout. They've got uh, they brought in Anthony Rendon. You know, they got Otani. They've got Pujols. Right. I mean, he's old, but I mean, he could still hit. Um, they've got Upton, rotation, um, Anderson Simmons. I mean, it's a really good lineup, but their pitching is just horrendous. Horrendous, man. Yeah. It's not they're gonna, good. They're gonna, they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to out hit every team every single. And game. they can't. They're I don't think they, they. They're gonna have to put up ten runs every game. It's. I don't know if they can do that. I don't think. And now, I guess. Yeah, I have the same thing as you. I have this. I just don't think the A's. The A's could do it. The A's are a swing team for me. The A's are probably yeah. my number six team in the AL, if that makes sense. To cross board yeah. it, I feel like the A's are like always kind of like the blazers like they're always like in it like always like make the playoffs and just like never gonna get it done they, ne- they never get it done Nick. so that so they're not nice. a team where you guys you guys think they can get hot win that wild card game and then take it for look whereas, they can hit where a team like a team they like the Rays, sure. team like the Rays, you think believably could do that I just think the I think I have more faith in the Rays doing damage deeper. I just because of the pitching. Once that settles in, now granted, Oakland plays a lot of games at home, and it's a it's a hitter's park, and you have guys like Chapman, Simeon, Olson, Chris Davis, Scott. You got, they have guys that can mash, and their pitching is good. So listen, me saying that they're my sixth team, I think between four through six, it's pretty close. The one through three, I mean, we've labeled our division winners already as the Yankees, the Twins, and the Astros, and I think there's those three teams are. Step up of everybody up. else in the AL, but I do You're think that as in a tier system, they're all tier one. Yeah. Then you've got your your four through six, maybe even adding in the Indians and the White Sox there. Well, those the the, they are. They, I would put the Indians in my tier two. I have the Indians, not to jump ahead to us of you, but I have my wild card teams being the four being. Um, the Indians and the five being the Rays because the, the Rays have to play that treacherous schedule of the right. a, you have to play the NL East the NL East AL East crossover is is fucking deadly and I I'm even like running a risk I I feel of putting I'm running a risk of putting 
two AL East teams and then uh, not to spoil but two NL East teams in the playoffs. It's a major risk. I think it's a major risk in their predictions. And I think as good as those teams are, I think they could eat each other alive because there's so many good teams. Because if I, if you look at the four, like the Blue Jays wow. could be fun and the Red Sox are a three team in the AL East and they're dangerous. Yeah, yeah I mean, you, I think, you, look I think at, you look at the same thing though with the Central though, I think. Fair. But what about what about the West? I mean, I feel like the Athletics, they have their work cut out for them even in the interleague play. I mean, the NL West is not, it's not garbage. No, not garbage. Not garbage. It's a good division. Um, but though my so the Indians are my four, Rays are my five, and the A's are my six. Nick, so yours are my my uh, my four is actually Chicago. Okay. The White Sox. My four or sorry, my five, which is the second wild card team, is the Rays, and then my six is the Indians. Interesting. Cool. Yeah. Um, your six is the Indians, Nick. Yeah. Oh, White Sox being the four or five. Yeah. They were the four for you? Yep. Okay. Got it. Got it. All right. Well, let's move across then to the National League. Let's. Should, um, we, should, we, uh, should we talk about awards race first or no? Yeah, we can do that. You want to do that first? That's cool. I'm down with that. Well. We're staying with that. We're staying with the AL. Um, I've got. Well, for, first of all, I'll just give you my ALCS prediction. Um, I've got the Yankees playing against Minnesota in the ALCS. And I've got Minnesota winning and going to the World Series. Nick. Yep. Wow. That's crazy, dude. That's insane. Higher hopes. Higher hopes. And the craziest part is I have the same thing. Damn. Let's go. I'm we fucking had, we in it. We discussed this beforehand. Let's go. I'm into that because the fucking the city of Minnesota, I'm riding the city of Minnesota. The oh, city yeah. of Minnesota is the that epicenter 2020. of 2020. I'm, that's why I'm riding the Lakers. I'm riding the Twins. I'm in it with the Twins. I don't think they're going to win the World Series, but I think they're going to make it. Okay. Love it. And then what are what I have uh, I got they five. Uh, well, I'll get to that in the NL, but uh, I've got five. <laughs> no, 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 no. Who are they getting in uh, from the American League? Oh, oh, you're saying that's what – okay. Got it. Yeah. Cool. Got it. Um, I've got um, – Five team or five MVP candidates for the AL. Um, I'll just go down the line. I've got Trout at one. I mean, you can't really argue that. Um, I think I've got Rendon at two. I've got Nelson Cruz at three. I've got Lindor at four, and I've got Gleyber Torres at five. Wow. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I have the same one too. Rendon, you like Rendon? Yeah. And my number three, I only did top three. So I just try to. Isn't it crazy though that like you've got two MVP candidates on the same team, but their pitching is so trash. Pitching's everything. Pitching's everything. I don't care how short the season is. You need the guns when it comes time to it. Um, They're my one, two, Trout, Rendon. And my three is Glaber Torres. Okay, cool. We have Glaber in there as well. Yeah. You got you got a four or five for me? Um, if I were to throw it out there, I mean Frankie Lindor is a safe way to go at the four. Okay, so we've got about four guys in the same. I think, I think Chapman's getting the love. Chapman's like starting to get the love that he deserves, and I think they're gonna try to push a face in Oakland. So I wouldn't be surprised if he continues his play and the, with the defensive metrics, you know, kind of right. being shed some light on in baseball nowadays and WAR. I think Chapman could be the five. Okay. Yeah, I've got Nelson cool. Cruz. I, I think that you know <laughs> he's sick. He just time and time and again proves it, and like he doesn't have to do anything on the field. He just hits. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. So, 
right. Well, what about the guys on the mound? Guys on the mound? Guys on the mound, um, I'd try to be, like, sexier um, and, and give some spice. But I think I'm riding the money on this one. I'm going to go with Garrett Cole if he's at full health until proven otherwise. He's younger than Verlander. I uh, came in second last year. I think he can get his this year. I don't have Verlander in my top three. My other top wow. – yeah, um, I, and this is why I have him as my number four team in the wild card. My number two is Shane Bieber, and my number three is Clevenger. Um, okay. I, I think Bieber has the capability to go deep into games. We saw him go a lot last year, complete games. And I think it's one of those situations Tossi brought up, which I found interesting, was pitchers going three and three and splitting that. And I give Bieber the edge over Clevenger because his health – Clevenger has more health issues. I think Clevenger's stuff overall is better, but Bieber has been more, was more consistent on staying on the mound last year. And my thing that excites me about Bieber is, um, my thing that excites me about B, our buddy Adam Lazar White, we've had on the show, is just Facetime, then called me and texted me, and now he ironically has an MLB draft, which we can give him a little shout out on the show and hopefully help him out he in also, a second. He Facetimed me too. I'm sure Nick, you got the Facetime as well, but he made the rounds. Love yeah, it. he made the rounds. Love that guy. Um, actually, did, actually, did not. Oh, Nick. Oh, oh. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to put you on blast on the air. So <laughs> Nick. Um, Although he definitely should have FaceTimed you instead of me. I don't know why he FaceTimed. Yeah, uh, because maybe it's the maybe because Nick would have said Fernando Tatis at the first pick. The but I think Bieber. <laughs> I think Bieber can get the innings, and I I don't let Kobe speak to this more. But that's what he not to you know poo poo and rain and Kobe Kretz's parade. But I think that was a big thing for him is the innings. Um, and I think Bieber can get there with innings. So I'm gonna go Cole. Bieber and Clevenger for my uh, AL Cy Young guys. All right. Well, I've got five as well. So go for it, Nick. Rip it again. <laughs> I've got uh, Cole number one. I've got Verlander number two. I've got uh, Barrios uh, number three, Minnesota. Uh, I've got Giolito number four. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm riding the White Sox high. And then I've got Bieber at five. And then I'm, I was I was thinking about putting Clevenger at five, but I'll, I have him as my six. Yeah. Cool. Okay. And um, how about? Couple of rookie guys just to just to hit on. I know I've there's really not a lot. I've only really got one, and it's that's Luis fine Robert for the White Sox. I'll throw out uh, Jesus Lazardo. I'm well, yeah, the Luis Robert train. Jesus Lazardo is going to be dope for, for uh, the, the A's, A's pitcher. And here's pitcher, a yeah. here's like a little little guy that you can watch out for. His team's not going to be good. Evan White, first baseman, Mariners. If he has that job coming out of camp, he can hit. That would be my dark horse. Okay. All right, you guys ready to go? Across the National League, then. Yes, this is gonna be way we, crazier. We, we kicked we kicked it off with the the ALE, so we're gonna kick it off with the NL West. Talk about your Padres. Ooh. Let's go okay. through. Let's go through that division first. Nick, who you awesome. got? Awesome. Um, well, I've got the Dodgers on top. I mean, I I know I mean, I, it's they're not gonna they're not gonna fall off anytime soon. Um, not at least this year. Um, they just their lineup is just too good, and the pitching is great as well. Um, I've also got the Padres at second. Um, they're making a significant jump. Uh, Arizona in third, Colorado at fourth, and then San Francisco in dead last. Cool. I feel like that's probably the same as yours, right? One except one switch. Uh, the one. Arizona. Yeah, Arizona and Colorado. Oh, really? Yeah. We thought you were going to switch Arizona and San Diego for a second there. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I had to try to lead him into that. No, I think the Padres are going to be dope. I think the Padres, I'm in it. I'm, I'm not going to be a dick this year. Um, listen, in football, it's different because I fucking don't like the Chargers. I'm a Patriots fan, and that's the competition. I can't pull for the Chargers. Clippers right. is like, 
uh, a newer thing for you, Nick. Admittedly, like you're not as no, big. Mean, you've always been a fan, fan so but like I'm now just you're like a basketball guy. Yeah, no, I know. It's like it's been hotter and like not this. Not I'm not saying just this year, but in probably in the past three years, you've gotten since you've moved to LA, it's gotten a bit hotter. But your Padres have always been your team. The Padres have always been your squad, and I've shit on them a lot in years past, and I feel bad about that because they have no consequence to the Red Sox, and I'm going to ride them with you this year. I'm in. I'm in. I I think there's a lot to look forward to this year. I think it's, you know, they've got young pitchers, but like, you know, Paddock had a pretty good rookie year last year. Lamette's coming back. He's a good strikeout guy. In fact, Garrett Richards, who, you know, is coming off an injury, who used to, you know, pitch lights out. And now, you know, he's an opportunity to come back. But um, the lineup is just, you know, there's a lot of exciting guys in the lineup, especially Tatis, obviously, but Machado. um, He wasn't playing, you know, to the Machado level that we thought he would, but I think he has an opportunity to bounce back this year in a shortened season, you know, with no fans, not all that pressure. Uh, You know, Hosmer really has to take a step forward, being a leader in that clubhouse and, you know, getting some some legit hits and, you know, bringing some pop to his bat as well. Uh, Will Myers, I mean, he's not a guy that um, has been lighting it up at all, but um, he's kind of got the opportunity to just, you know, not be the superstar of the team and just kind of just work on his craft and, and uh, you know, be a significant role player for them. And I think the biggest addition is Tommy Pham. Um, you know, you add him to the lineup, he's one of the top hitters in baseball. You know, I think MLB, like, rated him or ESPN rated him, like, the number three left fielder in all of baseball. Fair. So uh, he's a guy who can get on base that, you know, can score runs for you. Yeah, and I think the Dodgers, yeah. the, I think the Dodgers the best team not name the Yankees and that's because David Price is out and say what you will about David Price but if David Price is your number three not your number two or number one I think you're in good shape in that Dodgers lineup with Bellinger, Mookie, uh, Seager, Turner's, Muncie and Lux is insane. It's crazy. Yeah it's crazy. Okay so I'm interested in talking a little bit before we move on to another division about the Diamondbacks who you moved down to four. I, was, I think a lot of people have high hopes for the Diamondbacks. I was going so. to say though I think great that you bring them up um, and questioning me on that, they are the biggest question mark team to me in all of baseball. They can be not great or they can be dope and shock us. I'm going to err on Colorado being able to play in Colorado more games than they're playing 30 games in Colorado with what we talked about hitters being, you know, having more advantage. I think the lineup in Colorado is a more surefire thing with Story Blackman and Arenado plus David Dahl. And then, like, look, I can can tell Mar- is can tell Marte. I would like to think he's for real, but is he? You know, Starling Marte's there. Like all these guys, like I just don't know how good they're going to be. Like ro- the the one two punch of Madison Bumgarner and Robbie Ray could be dope, but could all it could also fizzle out. Like their lineup could also be really good, but it could also fizzle out. So I'm going to put them at the four, but they, like you bring up, a lot of people are higher on them, and I've spoken to Nick about it in the past. I think they can be good. Right, and I brought up up the Orioles in that 38-game stint, and I think like maybe if they're a team that puts it all together, you look at a 40-game chunk that they have in the season, and it could be really, really impressive. Yeah. I mean, In in the same way that the Angels could be impressive if everything was clicking for them, except they just don't have the pitching, where, where the Diamondbacks do. In, in theory, then. I'm gonna play. I'm just in playing theory. it safe, but the Diamondbacks could yeah. go off. Yeah. Okay. Um. Let's take it. So just to just to run through those one more time, we got both of you have the Dodgers at one. Yeah. Both both have the Padres at two. Correct. Nick has the Diamondbacks at three. You have the D-backs at four. You've got the Rockies at three. He's got them at four, and you both have Giants in dead last. Yeah. Um. Have we talked about the worst team in baseball yet? No. Yes, we have. And yeah. Is that, 
No. Who do, who do you think is going to be Nick? You don't think we have? Uh, I think the models are going to be uh, kind of trash. Could he, I, could, I think it could be the Mariners or the Tigers. Hmm. The Mariners. Do we think it could be the – yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty before garbage. We, before we moved on to the, the Enna, I was going to ask if, like, the American League – so if you're playing, you know, 40 games in the division, obviously, like, those divisional games are so, so, so important. Like – are, are the Mariners just going to get beat up on? Oh, likewise, yeah. likewise with the with the Tigers. Likewise with the Orioles. Are the Orioles just going to get wrecked by? That's why I, like, I think. The, I think the I disparity think the between Marlins. the worst team, the worst team in baseball. It's a good point. Is going to be like significantly worse than the rest of the teams in the division. It's, it's going to have to be. The best division right? in baseball is the NL East. No question to me. No question. And the Marlins have to play. You okay, have to go, yeah. Let's let's save them for last then. Let's go to the NL Central first, and then we'll make our way there. This is where I think we're going to really disagree, Nick. I'm curious to see what you got. I, I know who you like in this division. You're riding them high. So high. I've been second. Okay. Uh, I've, cool. got, I've got St. Louis in first. I've got Cincinnati in, in second. I've got Milwaukee in third. I've got Chicago in fourth. And mm. I've got Pittsburgh last. So I know I know you're high on Cincinnati this year. And and I also agree that they're going to be good. Um, I, I think they're a wild card team. Cool. But I don't think they win the division. Okay. I think the Reds are going to win the division. I think the Cardinals are going to come in second. Are I th- think they're going to be the wild card. No. And I think okay. I think and I know that they're my they're they are like my A's. They're like my sixth. Okay. Sixth. No, they're not even. They're like my seventh team in the NL. The NL's tough. The NL's really tough. I think the NL's yeah. really tough. Um, but now I have I have the Reds, the Cardinals. Um, I'm gonna go with the Cubs, but I think they could flip flop with the Brewers. And I'm gonna go Brewers four, and I'm gonna go Pirates five easily. But the Brewers and the Car- and the Cubs can flip flop for me. So I think I think you bring up a good point here. And on the shortened season, if it's a really really competitive, hyper competitive division like this division is, they're gonna eat each other alive. And it wouldn't make much sense to put that second team in the wild card spot if that number one team. Isn't doesn't have a better record than the leader of the NL East and the leader of the NL West. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think it's tough, but I think that the Reds are going to pull it let's, out. I think let's they. Let's hear why you're so high on the Reds. For a couple of reasons, I think that the Reds one through three in their rotation is very good. I think. I have Castillo in my uh, Cy Young candidate. Okay, he's probably my number four. I have him. I don't have him in my top three because he did top three, but he's probably like my number four and my five. Sonny Gray had a very good year last year, and he just has to do the same thing. He doesn't have to be special, but he has to be very good. I think Trevor Bauer is going to have a bounce back year now that he's settled in Cincinnati. I think Wade Miley is a guy that's been there before. I think he's their number four, and Anthony Descofini is their number five and had a sub-four year. Right? Their one through five is very solid and coming in healthy. You have Lorenzen. Strope, an experienced guy, and Amir Garrett, who's found his home in the bullpen, and Iglesias, who can be a little erratic but is good enough to be the back end there. I like their pitching staff a lot. And a big thing I've been preaching is depth in the lineup. They went out, they got Castellanos, who's a proven hitter. They went out and they got Mustakas, who's a proven hitter. Eugenio Suarez is not a top 15, top 20 player, position player, maybe, but he can mash, and he, I think he's here to stay. Votto doesn't have to be the best player. Votto doesn't have to be the second best player. They had they go out and sign Shogo Akiyami, Akiyama, and I think he's going to be a rookie of the year candidate. They have Winker at DH. Look, they 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 sent down Aristides Aquino. 
They don't need they don't need him up there right now. They they could give him another year eligibility. They put him back down. They have Nick Senzel. They just have such a deep lineup. And a lot of guys look, if if Suarez goes down and he's your best hitter, and you don't and other teams in situations like that would not have a replacement third baseman, you have Mustakas, you have Castellanos who could both play third. A lot of guys can move around the diamond and play different positions. They have guys that can play different positions. They have the depth in the lineup, and they have guys that can mash and guys that have been there before. Moose has won before. Moose has won before, right? Yep. Castellanos has moved over in the trade last year to be a kind of a competitive team. Vado's been there before. Bauer's been in the heat of the competition before and did it with Wade Miley. I like the Reds team a lot. Yeah, and I think the I, I just think the Cardinals to me the reason why I'm not like jonesed about the Cardinals and this is like this could be typical like I, I sleep on the Cardinals this year like I slept on the Seahawks last year a team that's just always awesome and they come out and they prove that they're just the best organization or one of the best organizations in baseball at least from like with the way they run standpoint uh, the loss of Azuna is big and they didn't replace him I I just think that they also have a good one through five. You know I love Flaherty. I love him too, yeah. but like Mikolos, Dakota, Hudson, I'm not sold on. Carlos Martinez has been in and out of the bullpen. The lineup as well, though, I think is a pretty good lineup. It's not a scary Fine. lineup, but I think it's a very efficient lineup. Guys who get on base, you know, it's not like a, a huge, you know, bruising power lineup, but I think they're guys who hit for average that get on base. And, you know, Goldschmidt's always going to be a danger out there. Um, and I think that, you know, they're, they're, they're just going to put it together. I'm hoping Goldie makes a comeback, but I think I just don't think their lineup is as dangerous as the Reds. I don't think their one through five is as good as the Reds, and I don't know if their bullpen's as good as the Reds, and so that's why I'm not going with them. The only thing that would be the savings grace is the best position player between the two teams is Goldschmidt, and they have him, and the best pitcher between the two teams is Flaherty, and they have him. Yep. Cool. All right. Nice. Nice. Now the okay. toughest division in baseball. Let's what do you? Josh said this off. The Elliott's. <laughs> I'm doing it. Might I, might I mention that the Braves now do not have Yasiel Puig because he tested positive for coronavirus, so he's still free agent. I don't, I don't know if that I don't know if that would have made a difference. Did not. I mean, I think he's still like the biggest name guy out there to to bring onto a team. Um, but yeah, go for it. Though. They won the division last year, and I don't have them in the playoffs. Wow, that's a tough one. The Braves. <laughs> It, we're gonna differ hard in this. I just think, I, I think it could be foolish, but I think they have the pieces to put it together. I think their team, honestly, outside of, like, it's tough to say because Alonzo, McNeil, and Degrom were sick, but Cano was as bad as he possibly could have been. Did the bullpen was horrendous. If the bullpen had half the games that they blew, they would have made the playoffs. Just in half, not not cancel all of them. Half them losing Syndergaard hurts, but he to me is overrated. City they have Stroman, who's a more viable number two option. Purcello, Mats, and Waka aren't anything special, but they're good innings eaters and they're good bridge gaps. I think. Gesselman, Justin Wilson, they have Lugo. They bring in Batances, who had injury concerns, but now with the shortened season, gives them more time to get back in the fold. Familia, I just think they have a deep bullpen, and now with the DH rule, it allows them to bring Cespedes back. It allows them to hit Dom Smith, who's just more of a hitter than he is a fielder. I like their outfield a lot. I think McNeil's a legit ball player. I think Alonzo's a legit ball player. 
they have the best pitcher in baseball. I think it's a risky pick, but I'm going with the Mets to win it. I'm going with the Nationals to come in second and get back to the playoffs as the wild card team because you can't go against that one three. I think Soto is just an absolute monster, and I think more than Acuna, Acuna is the future of outfield in baseball. I think he's like the next guy up ahead. Of, even though Acuna had, had a better year last year. I just like his style of play more than I like Acuna's. I think Acuna's play is a bit flashier, and obviously his power is there, but the steals numbers are going to go down year after year. They're going to eventually start dipping. And I think Soto has just that plate discipline and kind of honestly reminds me of that just the way he carries himself as a youngster is Pujols-esque at the dish. I don't know. That's just a, it's a hot take because we're comparing yeah. one of the best hitters of all time, but he has that plate discipline and, and that fear that strikes and hit in the pitcher's eyes. But I'm going with the Mets. I'm going with the Nationals. I think the, Rendo, the loss of Rendon is huge. Braves is number three, and then I'm going with... Um, Miami over Philly? What? <laughs> Kidding, no, I think Philly's Philly. overrated. I think Philly is so <laughs> overrated. But Miami's last. Miami's last. I think I'm going in that direction. And All Nick, right. we differ here. Okay. So I've got the Braves winning the division. Um, I've got the Mets coming in second. I've got the Nationals coming in third. I've got Philly coming in fourth, and I've got the Marlins coming last. Um, Do you think the Nationals are gonna miss the playoffs? Yes. I do. I, I think it's going to be a situation. Agree. I agree with Nick. I think it's going to be a situation, uh, you know, like kind of like the Red Sox. You know, they won the World Series and you know they just a little bit of a hangover. Had a hangover, but also you know they lose their best player. Um, I you can't. I mean, you can't argue the the one, two, three that they have on the rotation. Um, you know, with the Nationals is the best. Um, they definitely have lost um, a little bit of their, um, I guess, star power um, and and the, just their. They're hitting is, is going to take a, a loss there. I, I think the Braves, you know, they were a young team last year that were exciting, um, that just didn't have all of the right pieces together, but with a little bit more experience in Okuna um, and Sirocco and, you know, even Freeman, um, Albies, I think this team is going to be scary this year. Yeah, I, I think, no, I think they're really good. I think the addition of Ozuna is good. I just. I'm not jonesed about Swanson and Riley. They got, they got better. It's not like they got worse. You know, there's teams that got worse, and there's teams that got better. I think the Nationals got worse, and I think the Braves got better. I'm not. Know, I'm not ready to. This like, isn't two major things going on with the Nationals, but we already know that Joe Ross isn't going to play, right. and we also and we also know that, you know, look, Ryan Zimmerman's old, but he's a great he's a great guy to have in the locker room. He's been DH. with the organization for a long, long time. And he's not playing either. So I think those are those are two impactful losses that yeah. you know two guys opting out for COVID. I, agree. Um, I do like players. your Mets though. I do like your Mets. I think the Mets are a really good team. Um, I'm just like not high on the Braves rotation. I think hanging my hat on Soroka, a guy who had a two six ERA last year and didn't even strike out 150 batters, is not something that like I'm comfortable with. Rookie though. Yeah, but like that's like a telling sign. Like you have to be able to punch guys out in this league to have that state power. Now there's guys like Tim Hudson, you know, who didn't have those eye popping strikeout numbers. Calling back to another Braves player who had that yeah. longevity in baseball. But I'm just, I'm, I'm listen. I think Acuna's sick. I think Freeman's unbelievable. We say this time and time again. Albies is good. I need to see him do it one more year to say, okay, he's that consistent. But outside of those guys, I'm not like crazed about anybody. Ozuna, yeah, but on their lineup and their pitching rotation, like their bullpen, like Melanson is like okay and Smith is solid, but their rotation is like fine. Like it's nothing to write home about. I think their rotation is, is, is better than you think. I mean, Cole Hamels is old, but 
He's great. He's a go. I think he's a potential Hall of Fame here's player. The here's the thing. Of course. Here's the thing, though. With the shortened season and starting pitchers, I don't think age is as much as a factor as it used to be in a regular season because, you know, you talk, you talk about age and you, you talk about stamina and being able to kind of go – throughout the season with longevity, you know, I, I don't, I think it's going to benefit guys like Cole Hamels. Yeah. But I have, if every, if three out of five days I have Corbin Strasburg and Scherzer pitching, I'm going to be way more confident than having Hamels fall to Wentz who was up and down last year or free to take your pick and Soroka. That's just my opinion. When the lineup is like kind of interchangeable, I'll give the edge to the Braves. All right. Um, all right. NLCS for me, I've got, the Dodgers versus the Braves, <laughs> and I've got the Braves winning it. Nice. Woo! I've got them playing against the Twins. The twins in the World Series. And who do you think's gonna win? Winning it all. Twins winning it all. Nick, yep. I have the Twins losing the World Series to the Dodgers, who I have um, beating. They finally get it done. Huh? I the think Dodgers. the Dodgers beat the Mets in the NLCS, and the Dodgers get it done. Um, awards. I think that's the next step here. Awards. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to go with he's the he's day to day the MRI came back clean and until he proves me otherwise I'm going to Grom. I'm going with which is fair. Yeah, yeah. I'm going with Scherzer until he proves me otherwise. I know that we're talking about the hangover, but I think some of that's dissipated with having that extra time off and I think cuz I think bullpens are going to play a huge factor in this season. I'm going with a man out of San Diego to Great. really to really make him run at the Cy Young. Those are my pitchers right there. You're talking about Kirby Yates, right? Yeah. Um, so I've got five pitchers, like I said last time. Um, I've got DeGrom. You, yeah, I mean, you cannot put him not at number one. I mean, he's the guy. He's the man. He's the guy. The DeGrominator. Um, exactly. Number two, I've got Flaherty. Yeah. Um, number three, I've got Scherzer. Number four, I've got Aaron Nola. Mm. Billy. And then five, I've got Luis Castillo on the Reds. Nice. Castillo's sick. I mean, he's super young still, but that, I mean, just like the strikeout numbers are ridiculous. I would probably have Flaherty Castillo, and then got. I think Kershaw though too. Honestly, I was like thinking about him. He he's the first time in a long time he's got no injury issues, and I'm not gonna count that man out. He's a man on a mission here. He's just got to get it done real quick. Uh, yeah. MVP. I'm going. Yeah, got, who you uh, got? Amigo. Yeah, I'm gonna see. All right. Uh, number one, I've got Acuna. Okay. Uh, I mean, he had a six season last year. Sick. I, I think he could just go, you know, come right back with. Oh him. yeah, he's my number two. I'm yeah. with him. I love him. Um, love him. Uh, number two, I got Yelich. Um, obviously, the injury last year uh, shortened his season, but uh, you know, he's an elite hitter. Number three, I've got Arenado. Number four, I've got Juan Soto. And number five, Fernando Tatis Jr. <laughs> I have to throw him in there. How can you not throw him in there? Yeah, you got to. If it's you, you got to. How can you say that without your Fernando Tatis Jr. hat on? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Ooh, Nick. Got a good costume change. Five, I have Bellinger. Five, I have Bellinger. Four, I have four. I have uh, Christian Yelich because he's sick if he's healthy. Three, I also have Arenado. Two, I have Acuna Jr. And one... Just because he changed jerseys does not mean he's not my favorite player in the game today. And I think this is a man. He's a he's a, he's trying to get paid. He's trying yeah. to get paid. He's on the Dodgers, batting in front of Bellinger, Muncy, Turner, and Seager, and he is trying to get paid. He is sixty games to show that he is the second best player in baseball, and he's gonna do it. 
All right. And then I, rookie, I, rookie of the, you don't you don't think that's just going to be a little bit of like because he's going to be very effective that that Bellinger is going to be the one who ultimately rakes and ends up jumping him. I think the, Bellinger takes a step back honestly this season. I like don't I'm with you. I don't think he's like I think he's great. I don't think in the long run he's as good as Soto and Acuna. No, no way. Or Yelich. Okay. I I will say that I think everyone said that about him last year before the season started, it's right? True. He keeps coming in. They've said he's looking a lot better, changed his swing, and he kind of proved a lot of people wrong. So if he can if he can stay consistent, I think he's he's made yeah. a name for himself as being one of the top ten players in baseball. Yeah, sure. he's there. Like, he was my number five. He's in there, but he I don't think he's as good as Mookie. And I think Mookie yeah, I, I took I took Bellinger out of my top to put Soto in. And yeah, well not to tease that. And no run no run down there now too and now yeah right, that helps Soto's gonna really have to make some money. he's yeah. disgusting um but yeah that's why I and then we have uh uh rookie of the year candidate Gavin Lux also yeah. in the Dodgers so yeah with Shogo and Mackenzie Gore I'll throw on there their names cool cool so I've got the cool. twins wing at all and you've got the Dodgers wing at all yeah you want to bet nope then yeah that's, that's not a fair bet what um who did, who did everyone have last year do you remember Take out the Yankees. Yeah, I had the Dodgers. I'm gonna no, do it. I'm gonna no, do none it. of us got it right. We'll say that. I'm gonna do it until we. I'm gonna do it until we do it. But I think we have the Nationals going, winning it, the division. Yeah. Maybe. Um. Yeah. Toss. Who do you? Do you I know we, you kind of moderate. You, you moderated us and we let us go back and forth. But do you want to throw? Did you guys? Did you clarify who your wild card picks were in oh, the National no, League? We oh, we no, didn't. No, no great. This is why you're the, the, the moderator. Uh, okay, let's go. So you've got our, you've got Nick. You've got your division winners at the Braves, the Cards. Yep. And not the Padres, unfortunately. Dodgers. The Dodgers. Yeah. But I do have the Cincinnati Reds as the four team, and the San Diego Padres as the five team. Nick. And then my and then my fringe team is the Mets. Nick. Wow. I have my four as the um, Washington Nationals, and I have my five. Also, as the San Diego Padres, I'm in. Uh, we're making the playoffs. Toss, do you want to throw out who you think is going to win the World Series over who? Just so you get some juice in the game. Sure, man. Um, I agree with you, Josh. That I think the Dodgers, the Doyers are going to win. Um, they beat the Yankees? I think they're going to beat. Oh, this is tough. We've I laid it all out gonna... for you. I know, I know. I think they're going to beat. The Strauss. Okay. Ooh. The villains of baseball game. Get revenge. Back to it. Get revenge. Yeah, let's get like a revenge. A good old revenge game. A lot game. of cool story a Good old revenge series. Year. I want them, you know, they'll do it for the rest of baseball. Everyone will yeah. be behind the Dodgers. They'll not only want them to win because they've lost back to back. Crazy. And they also want to win because they want to beat the villains. Yeah. Um, they There's going to be some really interesting storylines this year in baseball. I'm really excited. I mean, whatever happens, I think it's going to be fun. Good, good entertainment. Hopefully. Cool. I think hopefully the shortened season brings on some new fans. Uh, what number do you think the the most home runs is going to be hit? Like, which player is going to hit the most home runs, and what's the number going to be? In 60 games? Yeah. 14? 15? 14, huh? Is that yeah. a lot or a little? I don't even know. That's a little. I would say, I would say like 16. Seven, 15. So 15 so the game, yeah, like, no one's hit 20. I'm crazy. People have done. I mean, they've done it over two months before. Yeah. Cruise, baby. I mean, Sosa hit uh, twenty in a month. 
Jeez, yeah. The quirk. Well, and I mean, you talk, you brought it up. It takes a while for pitchers to get situated, but yeah. hitters have had massive months the first month of baseball before. So. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm curious. See, someone Gallo just goes Cam or Arenado. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. All right. Well, next well, we'll then, quick pause. We'll chop we'll, it up with our boy Kobe. We'll add him in there as well. Cool. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks that's what our podcast people are the worst brings you with each episode i'm rachel And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.